Hello and welcome to another episode of Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen here on the RPG Academy. Uh, I'm your host and Game Master, Chris Berlou. Uh, joining me as always, we have our four lovely players. Uh, we'll start right at the top here. Clay, how's it going? Tell everybody how your week's been and who you're playing. I'm doing all right. It can always be better like everybody always says, right? Playing the uh, fourth level fighter, Squire to Knight of Swamnia. And name is Alark Kalbar. Yes, yes, the name we never seem to get right. Yeah, I've made that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alrich, Alric, Alric, yep. So uh, what did you get at fourth level? Fourth level, the improvement stats, and then with the Dragonlance campaign, fourth level is supposed to entail me getting knighted, which hasn't happened in-game, but it, I assume, is coming eventually. I'm sure it'll happen. Somewhere in here, I'm sure it tells me in this wonderful book. So gl <laughs> glad to have you Maybe. here. <laughs> Next, uh, we have uh, Dave. How are you doing this, this evening? Doing all right. I'm playing Gorin Greeneye, uh, the Ranger fourth level. Uh, I picked up one more uh, point of strength and in dexterity. Uh, and then the new feat I have is tough. So we're stacking more hit points onto the dwarf that already has almost max hit points. I'm not going to say you're going to need them, but uh, you might need them. We shall see. Uh, next up, we have RJ. How are you this evening? Uh, today I'm good. And who are you playing today? Today I will be playing Haladrin Nemric, the uh, dashing rogue of the group. Uh, at fourth level, I picked up... What did I pick up? picked up uncanny dodge and i also picked up tough because i am lacking in the health points and i forgot i forwent the ability score improvement and took the observant feat excellent and rounding up our cast for this evening uh skip how's your evening going oh it's going all right um i am playing dutch the uh, cleric of life. I'm cleric for uh, Kiri Jolith. I picked up the Warcaster feat, so that will hopefully help me out a little bit. Excellent. Well, I have been diligently working through editing all these streamings down to release these as a podcast, and uh, I realized I made a little flub. Uh, in the second episode, I described uh, Squire Derrett as uh, killing the horse with a sword and then in the next episode I said a spear so we're gonna say it was a spear with a sword on the end just so it's easier for me so it's canon now it was a sword spear thing anyways I can't believe you did this Chris well it happens should have read my own notes but you know sometimes I get lost in the moment so when we last left off our brave adventurers were leaving Volgler after the Red Dragon Army had invaded. And you guys were all heading down the Vingard River, heading towards Calaman. You guys are helping the villagers get through as some of them were on makeshift rafts, some were on barrels tied together, some were on nice boats. You guys were the last crew off the dock. Uh, there was you guys... Uh, Derrett and Mayor Raven, and a big box that Alaric keeps hauling around. 
because Captain Beckland asked him to carry this 70-pound box of stuff with it him. It was a really nice box. Now it's kind of pitted with the acid. Oops. Yep, yep. A little acid hit you. Some salt water. <laughs> some. Yeah, it's probably a pretty rough-looking box now, but you're still carrying it around. Uh, you guys spend most of the evening going down the river from Vogler to Kalamin is roughly 30 miles and the Vingard River doesn't have the fastest current so it takes you until uh, the early dawn when you guys can see Kalamin in the distance uh, there's the walled city of Kalamin rises in the distance spreading across the southern shore of a wide bay you see ships sailing to and from the city's walled harbor their courses are all lit by a pair of towering beacons. On the shore ahead, where the Vingard River meets Calumet Bay, you can see all the survivors from Vogler have pulled their mismatched boats ashore, and they've begun making camp outside of the city. They can't get in because there's a giant wall surrounding it currently. You guys pull your boat up there, jump out, start helping other refugees up to the shore. Let's see here. Let me roll this D4 and see what happens. As you guys get up there, you see an older refugee. He steps out there and he's trying to recover something off one of the boats. And he slips into the shallow water and you see him bang his head on the boat and he's slowly floating down the river a little bit. What would you guys like to do? I go after him. All right. Roll a DC 14 survival check. I could also see athletics. You're swimming. Athletics? Well, that's much better for me. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it would be. Um, dirty 20. You grab the old gentleman out, pulling him back up to shore. Uh, currently, he's unconscious. He's got a nice knot on his head. Touch. Help this. I mean, at least medical help. <laughs> at least medical help. I get it on the other part, but uh, I'm not. Uh, the best I can do for him right now is just a, uh, a medicine check and try and bandage up his head a little bit. Roll it. Help him I'll out. assist you if you need it. I will take the help. I'll uh, that is a, uh, 22. All right. Perfect. Uh, between the two of you, you guys bandage up his little head wound. He wakes up and thanks you guys for your help and looks kind of sadly as the boat he was chasing kind of drifts off into the distance. Does it look like he was attempting to get something off that boat? Yep. Looks like there's a small little sack there of something he was trying to pull out of the boat, but it seemed to have been stuck. How far away is the boat? Is it within, like, rope-throwing distance? Mm, it's probably about 60 yards out now. Oh, okay. Tough bit of luck there. Mumbles something and wanders off. All right, where's the mayor? Uh, mayor Raven is there. 
She's coordinating, helping people set up, getting people organized, helping them set up little campfires so they can start drying off their clothes and warm up. It is chilly after spending all that time in the water. All right. Uh, Mayor, Mayor Raven. Yes, yes. Uh, it looks like you've got things well in hand here. Uh, what can we do to help? Because I find myself with nothing to do, and my mother always told me to, that was bad, that was bad for me. Gotta have something to do, you know? She looks around. Well, there's a lot to do here, and a few people who've wandered off. Dutch, you realize Lord Bacarus and his son are nowhere to be seen. Oh, they came with us? I thought that he was with us. But I had no idea. I can't recall seeing him or his son. So. We were kind of busy fighting off everybody so they could get on the boat. I really wasn't paying enough attention. Sorry. Well, if they are here, they probably made a beeline for the city gate, is my best guess. Agreed. Yep. Say something. So we we should probably uh, overtake him and overtake. make sure he does no harm. Uh, walk faster than? Not let him set the precedent. Yes. Okay. The mayor looks at you guys. That might be difficult... He was, they were one of the first ones here. They were one of the first boats out, and they have a few hours head start on you. Ah, I see. If you would do me one small favor. Of course. Please take Squire Derrett. Go into the, the city and be my official representatives. I have, and she looks around, I have to be with my people. Of course. That is a noble place for you. Do you have any official insignia or seal or something we may present in some official capacity so they know that we are not, so to say, full of crap? Or... Are you at least known to the townsfolk here? I'm sure the council would know my name, but as far as a signal or sigil, I unfortunately left that at my desk. I was pressed to grab other things. Only the essentials. I, uh, I just think it's important that we maybe get there and not... Uh, let the Lord and his kin decide to be the speaking people of the town. As he said himself, you are the representative that is supposed to do the negotiation. That's why you're the mayor. I'm sure he's just trying to negotiate himself a bed and a drink at this point. Anyways. She looks at you guys and looks down and, and just says, was the mayor. Please, from now on, just call me Raven. You still have your people. I understand Volgor isn't in our control or your control at the moment, but these are still your people. I will lead them how I can. 
But I think now we need friends, not politics. Agreed. I agree. Unfortunately, both will be intertwined right now. Very much so. And Plus, it would be good for us to find out if they have heard of any of this. Not necessarily the Volgor thing, because it just happened, but of the army or any of that. True. It would be nice to know what they know. Are you sure you guys are good if all of us leave? I do not see any immediate danger. And you want us to take Derek with us, correct? You don't want nobody to stay? Yes, please. I think we're going to be in a little more danger in the city than they will be out here. So I think it's best we bring Derek with us. What do you say, Derek? You turn around. He is sitting on a wooden box that looks as though it's perhaps had some acid splashed on it. It's a little weather-worn. And he's got his head down in his hands, his elbows resting on his knees. He looks a little worn out. He doesn't seem to hear your question. I'll go up, Derek. Reach into my pack. Grab the mead horn. Derek, come here. Have some. Let's let's get you up and going. We've got a job to do. And offer it to him. He shakes his head. No, I cannot. I have sworn my oath to always keep my mind clear. And when men drink this, it tends to cloud their judgment. Well, then your judgment is clear and you're needed at this time. So follow us. So saying, help me grab this box. Listening to all that, though, I want to walk over as he says all those things. And I'm going to tap him on the shoulder and grab him. And we still have a duty to protect these people. That's still part of what we do. I understand Becklin's back there and you're here, but that was her wishes to have us here to do this. We still have to do it. It's not easy. You asked what it was like to be in battles. You asked what it was like when these things happen. Welcome to the mud pit. I just have never, never been through anything like this. It doesn't get any easier. He looks at you. I... I will do what I can. And he stands up and brushes off his pants and tries to clean off his cloak the best he can. That's all we need to do. Do the best we can. Protect the people. Do our duty. Make ourselves look like what we're supposed to be, not what people think we are. You are... More experienced than I am. I will follow your lead. I take the box and put it in my bag. <laughs> it's a big box. I know. <laughs> like, it's a big box. It's good. 70 pounds. I know. Good thing I don't have a lot. <laughs> so, uh, question for you, Crystal, real fast. Mm-hmm. Do I have any idea of how the Knights of Swamnia are taken in this town? Normal? Worse? Better? Because we all know that it's not always great. That is true. 
Here's a follow-up question. Are we still in Salamnia? Yes. Roll a yes. DC okay. 12 history check. Oh, boy. Whew. Got an awesome bonus to it. Nine. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, you're not 100% sure okay. really what the history is or what how the knights are looked at. Just by assumption, I'm sure there's towns that are more against than four or even middle ground so but it's cool yeah. i have no freaking clue which is kind of normal yeah. you guys ready to move in and see what's going on yep um yeah when you are with that raven walks up to you alaric may i ask you a question of course what is so important with this box it uh was something I was supposed to hold on to and give to someone when we got somewhere where we could relax and take a moment to go through it, or they could. Not now could be the time, but I don't know what's there. I don't know what it's gonna do. I mean, I could use a minute to just sit, you know, dry my feet. My boots are soaked. His name wrong, but if Lord B has that far of an advantage against us, taking a few moments probably wouldn't hurt. Raven, I I would agree with that. He will do what he's going to do, regardless if you're there or not. Okay. I don't see a problem taking a few moments to relax. I would grab Derrett and drag him away a little bit. Not. I don't have to be far away, but just walk him away a moment. Mm-hmm. He follows you. Did I do something wrong? The opposite. I would say you did what you were supposed to do. Okay. Captain Becklin gave this to me. Hold the box. It was in a lot better shape before that thing blew up into acid. I'm sorry. She said I was to give this to you when we got somewhere safe. I have no idea what's inside, but she said it was for you. He kneels down in front of the box and he opens up or unties the knots that are holding it closed and he opens it up and inside you see a suit of plate armored that is filigreed with the ceramic knot work and it's wrapped in uh, the, the padded under uh, gambesant and the other parts of the armor to try to keep it quiet. And he picks up the first piece, the breastplate, and holds it up, and his eyes are huge. And he sets it down and turns and looks at you and goes, Is, is, it, is this for, for me? I really didn't get much more explanation than when we get here to hand this to you and I don't know what else is in there you might want to go through it I'll give you a minute and I'll kind of walk past him and let him go through you watch as he takes out the various pieces of the plate armor and sets it out and after a few minutes you realize 
he's not 100% sure how to put this on correctly. <laughs> he's struggling to put on the different pieces and can't quite reach some of the buckles. Let him struggle for a moment and then come over. You want help? Yes, please. This isn't the easiest armor to do by yourself. I'm not going to lie to you. Thank you. This is what squires are for. Oh, wait, I'm a square. Damn. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> you help him put the armor on, and it's perfectly fitted for him. It looks as though uh, Captain Becklin, whoever she hired to do this, did a very good job, fit it really well to him. The last thing he picks up is a, a helmet similar to hers with the same type of horns on it. And he turns and looks at you, and you can see his eyes are welling up. She wanted you to have it. By the way it fits, I would say yes, it was meant for you. Wear it. Do right. Be proud. Make us the people we're supposed to be. He takes a deep breath, collects himself, and then looks at you and drops down to one knee. I have lost a mentor yesterday, but if you will allow it, I would like to gain one today. I'm always willing to help. I'm just a squire like you, though. I don't have that station. But I will help you through whatever I can. Put my hand out to help him up. He rises up and looks around and realizes there's a few people watching. And then he rubs his eyes and slaps you on the back. All right, all right, enough. Enough of this. Let's, let's get to our duty. Agreed. But as he goes to walk away, I want to make sure there's nothing else in that box that he forgot. I'm not going to go searching, searching, but I just want to look and make sure there was no note, anything that she may have written that he just bypassed or oopsed. Uh, there is nothing else in empty, here. Empty, empty. Okay. Yeah, it looks as though Captain Becklin had set this up and this box was supposed to be part of a ceremony. So when you open it up, there's... It's lined with, you know, silk and nice fabric that the armor was sitting in. It's all purple, you know, fabric in there. It looked as though she planned on probably presenting this to him when he got knighted. One day. Yeah. And as, you know, things change, she realized she had to give it to him a little sooner. So he walks around a few minutes helping other people out. While this is going on, what are the rest of you doing? So as we were taking a break, I was going to offer drinks to anybody and then just kind of make sure, you know, that we're not being approached or if we are being approached, who's approaching us. Uh, your meat doesn't last long. Good. I didn't think so. So far, the city seems to be letting everybody do what they need to do. There's nobody coming out okay. to stop them. There's nobody coming out to greet them. You know you're not ignored, but you're just allowed to do what you want to do. Okay. 
And we're outside the walls, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, while this is happening, I am going to be drying my feet off by a fire, comically dumping water out of my boots, hanging up socks, and rolling some hit dice. For I imagine we're doing like a short rest. Sure. Yeah, everybody can get a short rest. Whatever benefits you get, whatever healing you get, go ahead and do that now. While this is going on, I will be meditating, praying, basically, uh, trying to get some divine information as far as what's next. Ooh, I'm going to go old school. Where is my percentile dice? Hey, it's not necessarily old school. That's a thing nowadays. Divine intervention. Is it? Divine intervention. I think he gets it eventually and do it. No, it's, yeah, not really no, divine intervention. What he's but, doing, though, yeah. is, is I think you can do it once a day. If it succeeds, it's like a month or something before you can do it again. Or I don't know. I don't remember. There's some. Yeah, I don't have that ability yet. At least when you get but... a little higher. <laughs> uh, old school. We used to do that if a character prayed, the DM would roll a percentile dice and a, a 100, something would happen. But I didn't roll a 100, so... One in a hundred chance is pretty, pretty rare, but there are other things in the game that can add to that. But I didn't roll anywhere near a 100, so <laughs> you feel the warmth you get from praying to Kiri Jolith, and you feel more connected with your God. You know the more faith you have in him, the more faith he will have in you. So after your short rest, unless there's anything else you guys want to do. Nope. Nope. I'm I'm good to go. Go to the village and Perfect. be really tired. All right. Uh, you guys and uh, Squire Derrett, you guys make the trek from uh, the villager's landing spot. It spans about two miles uh, to get to the gates. As you approach the gates, you, you guys see these huge statues of uh, titanic soldiers line uh, Calamon's mighty walls. Uh, these ancient stone knights stare into the distance daring invaders to dash themselves against the defenses that withstood even the cataclysm. A disorganized neighborhood of tents and ramshackled structures line the road to the city's nearest gate, where soldiers wearing blue and yellow uniforms question any who enter. As soon as you guys walk up, the soldiers halt. State your name and business. Well, I am Haladrin Nemric. Pleased to make your acquaintance. Uh, Sergeant, Lieutenant, Corporal... Sergeant. Sergeant. Yes, yes, hello. Uh, Our business here, if you weren't aware, but you seem like a smart guy, you may have noticed a group of ragtag uh, villagers that washed up on your shores little while ago. Yes, we're aware. Yes, we're with them. Mm -hmm. We're uh, here on behalf of the leader of this group uh, to uh, speak with. Lord Lord Bakaris. Yeah, our captain led him in a long time ago. (laughs) Ah, you you see, he was only one of the town nobles. He was not the duly appointed leader of the town. The town's folk, I should say. 
Wow. That's your story, not his. Right. Wow. About that. <laughs> We're representatives from Mayor Raven of the town. Uh, she sent us here to uh, see what else needs to happen with and what Lord Bakaris is attempting to do today. All right, we got some pretty simple rules here. Rule number one, don't be a jerk. Rule number two, follow all the laws. Can you do that? How? Y yes, yes. What are the laws exactly? Right. <laughs> well, anything that'll break rule number one is against the law. Ah, I see. Okay. Why did you let Lord Baracus in then? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. You're kind of a funny guy. I've been accused of worse. He tries. He All tries. Right. Yep, I'm sure you have. So, uh, as long as you swear to not break... Either of my two rules, you're welcome in Calumet. Thank you very much. Sir. Thank you. All right. Good day. Move along. Oh, okay. Walking. Push Darren in before he talks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty quiet right now. He's he's standing there, kind of peacocking, wearing his armor. And he's kind of showing it off as he goes by, you know, brushing it off as it's nice and shiny. I just don't want to hear him say, I give my oath, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, go, go. <laughs> right. Go. Yeah. Get inside before you talk. Yeah. He's following your lead so far. Uh, you guys head up towards uh, Castle Calamon. Uh, it's the towering structure. It's really easy to see. It's right in the middle of town. Uh, even if the imposing uh, Castle Calamon didn't stand atop a 100-foot cliff, it would still tower over every other structure in the city. Uh, the path to it rises up the cliffside, where it's overlooked by more of those gigantic statues that, line, that are similar to the ones that line the city walls. Uh, at the path's end, uh, once again, guards stand before an open gate. You get up to the castle. Halt! Who goes there? State your name and business. Hal, round two. Uh, yeah, hello, hi. I uh, spoke to the uh, lieutenant at the, the gate. Sergeant at the gate. Admiral Chap, Admiral, Admirable Chap. He uh, let us through on grounds of speaking to your lord here. See, we're part of the refugees that washed up. I'm Haladrin Nemric. Please make your acquaintance. And uh, we are the appointed representatives of the town. Before you say Lord Baracus is already here, he's not in charge. He's just one of the town nobles who likes to think he's in charge. Mayor Raven, the appointed head of the town, is out there with her people trying to take care of them. All right. 
day couldn't get any weirder. Well. I will take you into the uh, courtyard where the council chambers are, where your Lord Bacarus is already speaking with the city council. Oh, boy. Follow Thank me, you. please. Somehow we're the cowards for leaving. Hmm. Okay. As you're walking, the guard looks over at you, Hal. By the way, um, our governor does not like being called Lord. Apologies. I will remember that. Governor. Governor. Uh, governor. Wow. I love the names in this. Hold on. Uh, governor Kaloff Mayat. Do you want to try that one again? <laughs> uh, the governor Kaloff Mayat. He represents the city's people and speaks on their behalf during council sessions. Otherwise, we have guild leaders and the marshal who leads the military. I see. It's obvious that you're new to being here. What gave us away? Well, the fact you don't know how our basic government works. We're elected. We're not ruled by family lineage. I see. I see. Yes. Sorry. So it's a newfound crazy concept. Crazy, yes. Seems to be working well. I'm glad to hear it. Would the marshal be up there part of this conversation by chance? Yes, he Perfect. is. Thank you. Um, as you guys cross Castle Calamon's paved courtyard, uh, a familiar figure intercepts you with an arrogant smile. Barakas the Younger. Yeah, my father has matters well in hand. We'll be sure to send for you and the rest of the fish folk once we've determined what's best for them. Be gone. Go. Shoo. Did you hear something, Alaric? No. Would anybody care to take care of this? Dutch, did you, did you just hear something? I heard, like, a, a high-pitched whine. Go, ree! It's just, it's very annoying. Well, the younger has his tendencies. Let's just let him be. I'm just ignoring him at this point and moving on. As we walk past, I just want to stop and I start to go past him, turn around and go, us cowards that defended all of you on the boats have something to say. And I'm going to turn around and leave. Steps aside and Kind of looks down. Eh. A smart people left first. Glad we could help. Keep moving. Uh, as you guys arrive at the council chamber, uh, the guard escorts you inside. You see eight serious-looking people sitting around a broad table in the middle of a very spacious hall. At the table's end, a tall man with plated blonde hair and a velvet vest of blue and gold stands to greet you. Welcome. I am Governor Caliph Mayat. Your leader has briefed us on the situation in Vogler. His bold defense and his eagerness to strike back at these invaders. As Mayat says this, uh, he nods to a man near him, who you all know as Lord Bacaris, who is glaring at your intrusion. Tell us, the governor continues. Are your people still preparing for battle? Whose defense of the town? 
because I, I, I believe, Lord, we were cowards because we wanted everybody to get on the boats and leave. And I believe the four of us standing here fought off while everybody got on their boats and ran. And the people that perished, stopping the rest of the army from getting to us while we escaped. Go Governor Maya, please, please excuse my compatriots' poor, poor manners. I am Haladrin Nemric. This is Alaric, Squire Alaric Calborn, Dutch, and Gorin Greeneye. Uh, it is a pleasure to be in your your city. Thank you for welcoming us. We appreciate it. And everything that my friend here just said is absolutely true. Uh, I don't know what Lord Bakaris has said, has told you, um, but the leader of the villagers of Vogler is back in camp with them, tending to their needs. And she sent us as emissaries to speak with you. Lord Bakaris goes, ah, oh, pish posh. They do not know what they're talking about. These are rivals who are trying to subvert all the hard work that myself and my son have done. It was I who led our people to safety. We were the ones who led the boats here and guided people to safety. By leading, you mean you jumped on the first boat after calling us cowards. And the blood on our armor says we did the work. As I instructed you to. I don't understand why your memory is not no. correct. Did you get hit on the head a few times? Uh, Governor Mayette, could we please speak with just you, please? Go ahead and make a, a persuasion check. Okay. I can't believe I forgot what the word persuasion was. <laughs> ho ho! 19 plus 6, 25. Uh, perhaps less voices is what we need right now. Lord Bacaris, please. I have set up chambers for you and your son for the evening. Please allow us to discuss what we can do. I have heard your story. Let me hear theirs. And then myself and the rest of the council will make their decision. And he gestures around, and you guys see there's guild leaders there, the marshal is there, you can tell the marshal because he's very clearly wearing the same blue and yellow outfit that the guards are wearing, and Lord Bacaris, <sighs> fine, but don't believe everything they say, for they have an agenda, and I only want the best for my people. And making sure that we retake the city. Because if we do not, they will be here next. For that is what the army seems to lust after, is conquest. I agree with them maybe being here next. Then you shall agree with me that we should retake the city. Gorin, Gorin, shh. Very well, Gorin. Make sure that they all understand what we need to do. There's a thousand plus army out there that just took Vogler. What are we supposed to do? I'm here to protect people, not 
send them to their death. We rally the troops here and everywhere. That is what leaders do. And that's what we're trying to have a conversation with the leader. Farewell. Then we are all on the same page. About who's a leader? No. But he is, yes. No, anyways. Rallying the troops and retaking Anyways. Over. Anyways, I believe your son needs some help attending to a sick burn he received earlier. That boy. And he turns and walks out. And as he walks out, he leans over towards Gorin. Remember, retake the city to protect this one. That is what you need to do. I agree we need to protect this one. And Thank he, you for your help. Very well. And he heads out the door. <sighs> that guy. As he walks out, uh, Derek leans over to you, Alaric. We don't need to retake the city. We need to take care of the people. Agreed. Right now, they're sitting open. If this army comes through, our people will not live. Not even behind the walls yet, hence why we wish to speak. And he looks at you. I apologize. I, I, I overstep. I just want to... Better to ask and learn. He bows to you and steps to your side. I will... Watch and learn, please. Doesn't need to be all that, but yeah. <laughs> and the mayor, all right, well, tell me. What did you see? I have heard his version. Please tell me yours. Uh, anybody else want to wanna take this, or uh, should I? I can help. Please. So approximately about a day ago, Please correct me if I'm wrong. About a day ago, uh, we had noticed that there were these this army of large lizard-like men with wings. Hmm. Interesting. Plus men. That had announced that they were, they had to deal with Tekesis. That they were followers of Tekesis? Something like that. Correct. You hear some hisses from the council. A few of them are leaning over and whispering to each other. It's very clear that they're used to whispering in meetings and not being overheard. Please, please continue. So approximately a day ago, this large army was found. Over a thousand from we from what we gather. Mm -hmm. Myself and, and Hal actually observed them. We went back to the town to give them information and make some recommendations of what we felt should be done, which was abandon the city. Yes, a thousand would definitely overwhelm Vogler. They sent an emissary to speak with us. And? And told us, expect we are coming, accept us. And basically they came in attacking. And unlike Lord B's comment of wanting us to go kill the messenger, we did not do that. Why start the war further or make it worse? Probably wise. I would not hesitate to ask the marshal to lead an attack if you had killed one of our emissaries. Kind of my thought. Why provoke 
the giant animal. Right. Yes. Do you think that if you had surrendered, they would have just taken over the town peacefully? Not at all. These beasts did not come... They they came to kill and destroy. They're not... Peaceful cannot be reasoned with. They came for our lives. They may still come yet. And as it stands now, the people of Vogler are defenseless. They're sitting out by the river as we speak, trying to dry off, stay warm, keep what possessions they have, which are few to none. I believe they called themselves the Invincible Red Dragon Army. And Hal, you said they wore an amulet or had a crest? Yes, it's uh, black and red. Here, I will draw a semblance of the iconography. Very rough, crude drawing, but something like this. And he draws out something. It's not perfect, but... The rough stick figure of a multi-headed dragon. The symbol of Tachesis. Right. Yes, the symbol of Tachesis. Hmm. Yes. This is all dire news. My heart does go out to your friends and family. But I hope you can understand our hesitation to welcome you all through our city's gates. These aren't normal times. And the mayor turns over and gestures to the marshal. The marshal nods and stands up. And I misspoke earlier. The marshal is a uh, stern-looking woman wearing the armor embellished with the blue and gold colors of the Kalaman army. I am Marshal Vendry, commander of Kalaman's military forces. I am afraid your situation is far from unique. We have reports that small villages and farms to the south and east of Kalaman have been burned in recent weeks. Vogler is the largest community to be attacked and the only one with many survivors. I would say that you chose wisely to leave, and I commend your wisdom, because fighting a battle you cannot win is foolish. You have to protect the innocent. And you've kind of answered one of the questions I was going to ask. You've heard of this. You know more than you're acting like. I agree. True. We have several experienced patrols of armed, trained Kalaman soldiers who have been found cut down. In some cases with these very mysterious claw-like gashes in their armor. You may have led us to understand what these gashes are. These beings have a unique ability to explode, um, disappear, turn to stone after they are uh, after they receive a mortal wound or four. I've never seen anything like them up until two one to two days before the great well no not the, uh, the battle but also the yes I. I must admit, I know nothing of these creatures or of this red dragon army you speak of. Most of my experiences involves battling raiders from Estwild and the ogres from Taman Busak. We have all heard the rumors of the war in the east or nation of Kar. Until now, 
We weren't really even concerned with that far-off nation's struggles. If there's anything else you can tell us about their tactics, their leadership, their structure, that would be greatly appreciated. Is there anything you can tell us that you will do for the people of Vogler? Because that would also be much appreciated. That will be something the council will have to discuss. I cannot make that decision. We are led by this group. Is this the council? Yes. Yes, it is. May we speak to them? Please. You are a free person. For now. Do you plan to lose your freedom soon? No. I may. I don't plan to. I don't plan to lose my freedom, but circumstances as they may be, I may lose my life. Governor, Marshal, the army that it destroyed Volger is going to be coming down the river very soon if they're not already marching this way. Preparations need to be made. People need to be brought in and guarded. I'm a cleric of pure joy, I'm asking you for all honor and dignity of the people that have survived one battle that was brought to them, please bring them in, help us protect and defend them and your city. You will not stand without assistance. They are going to give you all that they can because they've already lost everything else. The marshal, she gets quiet. She nods her head and sits down and the governor stands back up. I do believe it's time for the council to make their decision. I would ask that you wait in the hall we will try to make this as quick as we can. Can I make one quick point? Please. Again, you are a free person. We traveled to Volgor for a memorial of our friend. We were a day out, and we found these creatures attacking people and heard stories of them hitting farms and villages. Within two days of that moment, they hit the town. You tell me you've found people that have been attacked already? With strange markings? Just understand, I don't know where they are. I don't know how big this army truly is. I don't know if we saw all of them or part of them. But, so far I, I hear a pattern. I understand your words. We will take them under advisement. Turn around. Uh, also one, one last thing, one, one quick, 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 quick thing, uh, Lord, uh, Baracus, he was speaking with you all. I would like to make it very perfectly clear. He is Lord only by blood. He has inherited his name and inherited only. We're here as duly appointed officials of the town of, well, the former, well, it's still there, but the people of Vogler. Do with that information as you will. Our main concern is for the people and for the people here. I have no idea what that man told you. 
I could guess. Roll a quick perception check. Roll a perception. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> hey. 21. There's a little smile just momentarily that crosses the governor's face. I understand. And you get the distinct impression that as you were describing Lord Bacaris, the governor understands him better than he's leading on. I'm going to give him a quick wink, and I'm going to walk out. As you guys are walking out, Derrett stands there, and, and he looks at the council and just says, Please, Fogler's people are not warriors. We will not survive without your support and protection. I, I am squire to Sir Beckland, who gave her life to allow us to be here. I beg you to not let her sacrifice go in vain. And then he turns and walks out, and the doors close. And you guys are sitting, you know, right outside the council chamber door. Tap Derrett on the shoulder. See? You're a quick study already. Well said. Really? I just... I don't know, I just said what I was feeling. Sometimes that's okay, other times you need to bite your tongue. Good job, Derrett. Did you teach Lord Picaris that? I think we're well past that. <laughs> yeah, that would entail things that I don't think we're allowed to do. To teach him that, I would need chains and a cage. <laughs> and I don't think Alaric here would let me do that. He looks a little puzzled. I, I want to ask, what are you guys going to do while the council is discussing? What's going on around... Like, outside in the city, are there people kind of reacting to the fact that they have strangers um, out among the walls? I mean, the castle's going to be a buzz with people and servants walking around talking. I mean, they've all heard about it. I mean, this is news, and it's mostly just, you know, what are we going to do with them? Why are they here? What's going on? That kind of stuff. Your typical court rumors and gossip that you would hear. If you were used to a court setting, which I'm assuming none of you are, so... I've been in a couple courts. Wrong kind of court. <laughs> this isn't the kind where they ask you if you're guilty or not. <laughs> all right. Anything else you guys want to do? Not at all. You're sitting right outside the door to the uh, council chamber. There's some nice stone benches there. There's other little statues and stuff around. I mean, it's a very nice castle. It's been here for many, many years. Are there any fountains? Sure. All right. I'll go over to the fountain, mm -hmm. check the cleanliness of the water. It's clean. Okay. Grab my mead cup, since it's empty, and fill up some water. All right. You take a drink. It's cool, clear water. It's about what you're used to drinking out in the streams and the wilderness. Yep. I offer it to Derrett. This you can have. Come and drink with me. <laughs> okay. He sits down and drinks water with you. It takes him a moment to figure out how to sit down and plate armor. It's 
awkward as he has to learn how to move the different pieces to sit down and not fall down. Not fast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I attempt to carry on some nonchalant conversation. So I look at Ulrich and I, I see some of the cuts and tears from the fighting. Cantrip, mending, trying to do the same to Hal. Darius doesn't need any because he looks fine right now in new armor. Get the same for Goran. Thank you. And to keep going around. Okay, let's try and clean everybody up a little bit. Are there any servants around or attendants? Oh, I'm sure there's servants walking around. Hail one of them over and see if they'll um, can either get us something to kind of wash up with. Oh, they bring you some uh, chamber pots and water and stuff like that to kind of wash off your hands and face and you know clean up a little bit, look a little more presentable. Good. It's about a half an hour, and the the chamber door is open, and most of the council members file past you without even looking at you. Uh, Marshal Vendry beckons you uh, to come inside. Inside, Governor Mayette and Lord Bacaris are seated at the table. They ask you guys to come over and sit down. Once you've sat down in a very dis decisive tone, uh, Governor stands up. The citizens of Calamon are prepared to offer your people shelter in the neighborhoods outside the city walls, the protection of our soldiers, and, while we can spare it, some food from our tables. Uh, he holds his hands out and fixes his eyes on you guys. The council asked one condition, though. Our leaders are very concerned about the threat posed by an enemy that attacked Vogler. Our city has woefully failed to learn much about this foe. Any scout we have sent seems to disappear. You have faced this foe and saved an entire village from its attack. In return for Calamans protecting the people of Vogler, uh, the leaders want you all to report directly to Marshal Vendry as special operatives in the Calaman military. For? Until we figure out this threat. Until we figure out this threat. Are we, so are you saying we are to be properly and fully enlisted? I ask that two of you swear yourselves to serve Calamon's military, though all are welcome, and only until the threat of our region is over. I will also throw in, we will pay you five steel pieces per week. Anyone who does swear to help us in this fashion will receive free lodgings here in the castle. We will provide you with a palm-sized emblem with the blue and gold symbol of Calamon etched into its face. This is an honor to wear this symbol as a special rank. It's akin to what you might call a lieutenant. So what say you? Immediately, Derrett stands up. I swear my loyalty to Calamon's military. I will do everything I can to save the people of Calamon and Vogler. And he immediately kneels down, 
pulls his sword out and puts the tip gently on the ground and places his forehead on the cross guard. Excellent. Well, anyone else? I feel we should probably take these terms to the leader of the people of Vogler before any more hasty decisions are made. Unless someone else here wishes to pledge themselves now. There has to be some conversations. Please understand, it does not interfere with any other allegiances you might have. And he's gesturing right towards Alaric. This would be a partnership to protect Vogler and all the people of Salamnia. I'm here to protect the people. Very well. But I have to have a conversation first. One of us will be back with an answer. Uh, may we start moving people towards the outskirts of the city wall? Very well. I would offer you lodgings, maybe some refreshments, and perhaps uh, a bath would be in order for you all. It looks as though you are a little weary from your travels. We are, but I imagine there are more weary people out by the riverbank as we... Governor, Marshal, we shall return shortly. Thank you for your assistance. It's very much appreciated. And the hospitality that you are willing to give us. Very well. And he claps his hands. And an aide comes in and points towards a hallway and is willing to lead you away. Derek slowly rises and he looks at you guys. All right. I don't I don't understand. This seems like a an easy decision. It is, but it's not for us to make. We're not in charge. We're just emissaries. Come on, let's go. But but Yeah, I would wait till we're out of the room to chat with him. Um, as you guys step out of the room, uh Everybody make a perception check. And we do this as a group check, so at least two of you have to to pass this. I got an eight. Uh, dirty 20. Okay, so one person so far. Okay. 14. All right. 16. At least two of you have uh, passed that check. As you guys step out, you hear Lord uh, Bacaris. I told you they were cowards. We'll not even acknowledge. Hi. And you guys are led into a nice little private chamber. Just look at Derek real quick. Your enthusiasm is recognized. To protect the people and the innocents is what we're here to do. But to swear fealty and loyalty to others isn't always something you jump into. Especially by our oath. I guess I have much to learn. I I thought that, you know, swearing loyalty to the city would just be protecting our people. Sure. Protecting our people and protecting the people of the town is fine. It comes with catches to sign on as a military person of this town. Right, but then we would be 
emissaries between the two. Could we not bring the 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 knights and Calamon together? Sure. I don't believe me or you have that authority. You are more experienced and wise than I am. I will heed to your lead. I may not understand it, but I will respect your decision. Give you an example. We get called back. Mm-hmm. Let's say this worst becomes a different threat. We get called back to our own front to fight in our own line. Mm-hmm. But you swore you would protect these people, but now you're being called back. What do you do? I mean, he said it wouldn't conflict with our other allegiance. Do you know him? Do you trust him? That's a fair point. And did you not hear what Lord Barakas said? Do you not think he's in their ear? Do you not think he's moving or trying to use us and push us as pawns because we protected the village and trying to use us? I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about Lord Bakaris. I I think the governor has his number. I think the governor has his number. I wouldn't worry about him. Could we also not use this as our opportunity to show Lord Bakaris for the man he truly is and not the person he depicts himself to be? Could be. He'll get his. If you can do that, you're a better person than me. Uh, okay. What you I... did isn't necessarily bad. I will protect the people, but to basically swear fealty and oath to other people or another, let's say, governing body, even if the knights have an outpost here, which, to be honest with you, I don't even know if they, we do. They don't. We have not had time to even talk. I don't know much about this village. If we had an outpost here, I would want to go there and ask them. I know these are our lands, but... There's not a outpost, but I'm sure there's probably emissaries that come in here from the knights. But what do the rest of you think? I think going back to talk to Raven is our next step. Let her know what has been asked of us. Try and collect some information that she may have on Kalamon and its leaders. I think you are a squire of Salamnia, not a squire of Kaliman. Okay. I have no doubt that we will help the um, army and what we can do for the people of Kalamon as well as the other city we just left. Forgot the name already. Vogler. Vogler, thank you. But I think talking to Ray, uh, to Raven is the next step. So she knows what is going on, and she can either back us up on our decisions or, again, just give us more information. Okay. And he looks over at Hal. He did say he'd pay you. Yeah, he sure did. And it's could be a chance for you to gain more wealth more status mm, that's everything i need it's not all about that well but it helps so what is your thoughts about joining me 
It seems as though I do need somebody to help make decisions. Let's go talk to talk to the mayor. First and foremost. Okay. I just kind of walk by Pat Darris on the shoulder. Come on. Let's go. Alright. You guys head back towards uh, the I'll just call it the encampment for Vogler. Okay. It's funny as I actually read it wrong. The sworn characters will become esquires of Calumet, <laughs> but I don't know the difference between a squire and an esquire. I don't know if there actually is a difference, but somebody can tell me later, or I'll Google it later. Uh, you guys get back uh, to the encampment. You see uh, Raven's there. She's looking very tired. It's been several hours. She's still helping people set up. There's several makeshift lean-tos, several campfires set up. Most of the people are napping or at least resting there are a few uh younger stronger men that are on the shore who look like they are fishing because as you know you didn't pack a bunch of food when you left you just right. kind of threw people on boats so mm-hmm. they're doing what they can to try to get some food you go up to raven she looks at you so what did they say they said don't get too comfortable here by the river Is that a good thing? Yes. Yes. It is a good thing. We have secured you protection, some measure of food, and space just outside the city walls in front of the gate. And when do we move? Now. If you are able. In return, they had asked for uh, the small party of five here to join the ranks or at least help out with their armies, with scouting missions. So that is something that as a group we need to do discuss. But we had some questions for you regarding... Uh, Kalamon and its leaders. Okay, I will tell you what I can. They've asked for two of us to uh, swear the oath, or swear an oath to them, to join their legions, at least for a period of time, for the battle or for what's going on. Their wording was, until the village is safe. And your response was? With the army that I just saw, I don't know when the village is going to be safe. We wanted to talk to you first. As it is your people. You are free to make whatever decision you would like. I would be honored to have you represent us in such an arrangement. My dealings with Calamon have always been fair. The governor and the rest of the council, who are generally made up of representatives from the major guilds, the cartographer's guild the Dockhands Guild, uh, the Fishers Guild, the Masons Guild, and the Shipwrights Guild, they oversee the city's business and protect the people and help it prosper. They are just like any other city where they do have their moments where they vie for control and jockey for position, but at the end of the day, they've always done what's best for the people. If it helps, if I had been there, I would have not hesitated to 
swear my loyalty, but they did not ask that of me. You were too busy doing more important things. Yes. I do feel it's important for me to be with them. They need to see a strong face, a familiar face, and not one led by an agenda. I don't think you'll need to worry about that face. The governor... The governor knows... Has his number. But my people don't. And there are two of them. I must make sure that my voice is the one they hear. Not theirs. Then it has been your voice that has given us the support to do what we have been asked to do. Not theirs. You have my support in whatever decision you make. And Derrett steps forward. I already did swear my loyalty, though it may have been a rash decision. But it is done. With that, Raven looks at you guys. Do you think it would be acceptable with the council that if maybe only Derrett has to swear his loyalty and the rest of you just work with Derrett as his aides and continue to support the military in an advisory fashion with Derrett? They had specifically called for two. Right. So... But, I mean, this is why we came back and talked to you, because you have a very level head and a mind for this kind of thing, Mayor Raven. Well, I appreciate all of your efforts. Please, do what you feel that is in the best interest of everybody. You have proven yourselves as honorable men. (laughs) Or working towards it. She smiles and looks at you, pal. Your heart is in the right place, even if your hands are not always. He shoots her a finger gun. God, that sounded really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't come across the way you went. No, no, no. It's just a uh, tough moment kind of have a duty. I I will not leave the uh, defenseless. I will not do those things, but maybe I took it differently, but to swear an oath and a fealty to protect a village that is using it against us is a tough pill to swallow. That is politics. You never get anything for free. There's always a price. Correct. So the minute Derrett or I get called off for our duties, do they kick you guys out? That's a tough moment. It is not something I could see them doing because that would make them look very foolish. I'm sure the politics would allow them to spin it in a way that they were the ones that made the decision to send you off. Or at least that's what they would tell people. I understand. I I guess when I say something like that and I swear that oath, my honor holds a little more bearing than others. 
I don't know, would I be willing to walk away if I was called away? Then maybe you are not the one to take the oath. I agree. I, uh... I have to go think about this. All right. And I'm going to kind of walk away from the group. Dutch, what are your opinion? What are your ideas? What's your thoughts? I could take the oath. I am not bound to any one land, any one city. Never am I, but I feel like I'm bound to a higher calling at this point for what we have coming in the near days. I can't see myself tied to any one city when everyone needs us. So I don't know that I would be the best to take the oath, but I would if no one else was willing to. All right, Hal, what are your thoughts? If they paid me more money, I'd be more obliged. You get free room and board. I know. <laughs> I took that into account. Five steel a week is nothing to so, shy about either. No, it is not. I know, but I know what I'm worth, too. All right, two and a half steel a week it is. <laughs> Raven just looks at you. I'm sure you'll make the right decision. Yes. Unfortunately, though, our decision has a huge bearing or potential bearing on yours and your people. That is true. I would ask you to follow your heart and where it leads you. Oh, don't. Don't do that. Don't say that. Why would you say that? My heart says to help the people. Then you are an honorable man. And I would be proud to have you represent us. Then I will take the oath. You see her shoulders relax, and you can tell that a weight was just taken off of her. And with that, we'll cut over to uh, Alaric. You stepped off to the side. Uh, I'm going to step quite a bit away from everybody. and I mean, pending small wooded area or something. Just kind of... mm -hmm. I'm sure you can find a little cluster of trees you can slip into. I stand there. I'm going to hold my pendant. As I'm holding the pendant, I want to say, Sir Elijah, Fulgore has fallen. Becklin gave her life in defense. Kalamon wants us to swear an oath of fealty. Don't know what to do. You hear back from the pendant. Uh, Squire, swearing allegiance to another organization could be dangerous. Remember that your first loyalties lie with us. Though I would ask that you do what you can to make peace with the leaders where you are. We could use allies. Things are rather chaotic in our lands right now. We could use all the assistance we can have and all the allies we can muster. Kind of stay there for a while and contemplate, per se. 
then head back eventually, obviously. Mm -hmm. As he comes back, I'm going to walk up to him. Alaric. Are you sure? I am sure. I feel like you see Alaric's shoulders drop slightly as a small weight was taken off of his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> They're not expecting this. I can guarantee it. Thank you, Gorn. I... I just couldn't do it. I, I will stand here. I will protect people. I will protect the defenseless. I will do what I have to. I already kind of have that fealty, that oath to something, and I don't think I can split it. Kind of walk back to the group. Where are we getting to as far as time-wise during the day? Oh, I've got to imagine probably mid-afternoon, early evening. I mean, it's a two-mile walk to the city and then, you know, quite a distance up okay. that hill and then back down. So I would assume you guys got here in the in the morning, so I assume it's been several hours. As I get back to the group, I would assume Raven's hopefully around us. She's there. She's actually now sat down on a log, and she's actually eating a bowl of some sort of soup that somebody's made that looks mostly water with a few pieces of some vegetables and some herbs more broth than anything else really i would say unless somebody has a better suggestion we go in say our piece corn if you're still willing you take that little oath for them let's get the people inside so we can actually rest because i don't know about you guys but i am about to fall asleep standing up. I agree. I need a good drink. Let's go. That would help me go to sleep faster. <laughs> well, let's head back towards the keep. All right. You guys get through the first gate, head up to the castle, get through the second gate. You're escorted back to the council chambers. Uh, with that, you see uh, the governor and marshal are there. Governor stands up. Ah, you're back. And do we have good news? We are. We do have good news, Governor. Oh, excellent. After wise discussion and contemplation, one of us has decided to also take take the oath. Excellent. I look at Auric. I look at Dutch. I look at Hal. And I stepped forward and said, I will be part of your, I, I will be the one to take the oath. Very well. I thank you and the squire here for your service. The rest of you are more than welcome to stay here at the castle as we finish the evening. I will send people out to take care of your people. We will move them to the area just outside the walls. We have several uh, buildings that are unoccupied that they can move into. I will send wagons with food and aid to help them. Thank you for your aid. Thank you. Thank you, Governor. It is much appreciated. Uh, Governor, if I may, I'm not about to swear any oaths, but I would be willing to sign a temporary contract to... Uh, give my services to you for 
the terms that you said earlier, minus whatever the rank insignia or whatever, uh, just a temporary uh, contractor. A mercenary. Yeah, basically. Right, very well. I will take that under advisement. The marshal and I will discuss that and see how we can work with you. You could call it an aid position to my uh, compatriots here. Ah, very well. Yes, the term mercenary might scare some of the locals. Yes, I... I'm not about that bloody business. Always. Ah, very well. An aide to Squire Derrett does sound much more impressive than mercenary for Calumet. Just take care of the people. Very well. In the morning, I would ask that you please come up to my office on the second floor of the castle. Uh, there we will discuss your first duties. Until that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your service. And then he bows, and there's an aide that comes up to escort you guys to a room. Are you guys going to stay in the castle this evening, or are you guys going to head back to camp? I'm ready just to camp out here in the castle, so. I was going to find an inn. Well, you have a room here. Oh, Okay. We'll find a, a, a bar, uh, whatever we'll call it. Going to get some good, a good drink. Probably not going to find anything better than what you're going to get here. Okay, then here is where I'm going to be. And it has Hal's favorite price here. It's free. 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 Very good. <laughs> All right. So I think we'll wrap up tonight right there. We'll figure out what your guys' first uh, mission is or duties for the city the next time. Uh, you know, as always, thank you guys for playing. You know, we are planning on trying to do this in two weeks on another Thursday. Try to keep on our normal schedule. Um, otherwise, uh, if anybody is interested, please join our Discord. Oh, uh, Forbidden Psalms. Great job, gang. Thank you. And please tell everybody else to come join the stream and listen to us sometimes ramble through role-playing and Roll very few dice, and other times do lots of combat. So far, that seems to be where the module is going. But uh, again, our, our Discord is one of my favorite places to hang out. Uh, all you have to do is shoot Michael a message at the RPG Academy on uh, just about any social media, and he'll send you an invite. Otherwise, I uh, will wrap it up as we always do, and just say here at the RPG Academy, if you're having fun, do you're it doing it right. right. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook. 
or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. The music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.